0: Now, listening to the Flip Nose Podcast powered by Callier Basketball Apparel. Go inside the mind of Patrick Sumagat as he dabbles about the local scene culture, homegrown
1: figures, and whatnots here in Winnipeg. Today's podcast. I have a very special guest for you guys. A lifelong educator, a woman of many traits, an advocate of students, and a wonderful human being. I welcome you, Jennifer Jantz. Thank you. So
0: honored to be here.
1: So that uh, the goal of the pod, like every episode I explain it to the guests, like I want this to be the hub of like people who uh, do good for the city. And and like I can I can only picture especially for like the education aspect. I can only think about you Jen. Thank Ms. you. Jen. So yeah.
0: I try. I try to do good at everything I do.
1: So like like can we talk about your journey? with your like education journey outside Canada and overseas. I mean overseas.
0: Yeah, did you wanna start with like where do I start? Like oh like, because
1: for me, like being a teacher my take is you you have to have this calling to do this. Mm. It's you have it you have to have it in you. mm mm-hmm. Because if you don't have, I don't know what's going to happen. You're just going to quit halfway.
0: It's interesting you say that because I don't think I ever thought that I was going to be a teacher. But as it turns out, um, my brother and my sister and myself are all teachers. And I think it's because now that I'm looking back at it, it, I think it's because of my dad because my dad was a natural teacher and so he I think if his life would have been different, he would have been a teacher. Um, so yeah, so I think we were gr- we grew up with a excellent
1: role okay. model that way. So to piggyback with the education aspect. Mm-hmm. Because not all people can do this. Like you have to have this certain patience, and it mm-hmm. has to be like natural. Cause you like, I know, <laughs> I, I I've seen your work. I don't see you. You you don't mm-hmm. crack. Like I don't know where, where and how you like when you go home. How do you shut? Shot, shot things off like i'm not a teacher anymore like just being natural with family and kids
0: i think i always am a teacher i don't think i shut it off i think it's it stays that sort of uh mentality is just a way of being that's why i say like i grew up surrounded by that because my dad was very much that way like it was just a way of being so it's very natural for
1: me to be that way so like the humanitarian aspect if i put you in africa (laughs) like i'm just giving Mm -hmm. you like would you still like what are you there like are you a teacher are you being, Are you a helper? Are you an? It's advocate? just part of my personality. Because I heard, like from our previous conversation, you used to teach in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when I started becoming a formal teacher, um, there wasn't a lot of jobs here in Winnipeg. So I applied to go overseas, and. Uh, I got a job in New Zealand, and uh, at the time, I didn't even really know where it was.
1: (laughs) So you you thought for how long? uh,
0: It was over a year, less than two years. So um, it was wonderful, an excellent experience. How are the
1: culture of the Kiwis?
0: Yeah, it's not very different. In fact, it's very similar to Canada in that they have the same sort of issues with Aboriginal mm. issues. and um, But I think they do a way better job of um, working through those okay. issues and honouring indig- Indigenous issues that of their country. So I learned a lot there so
1: you like you sharpen your iron kind of like in new zealand yeah so and then how did like they treat you there (laughs) were you like
0: it was great yeah it was was wonderful like the kids or the other stuff the
1: whole system like
0: um they were just so happy to have me there like i didn't work in a big major city Mm. where everybody else wanted to work i worked in a small kind of um
1: community it was like yeah
0: yeah, small community community similar to kenora i always say to people like it was a lumber mill town with a lot of people coming from like poor areas to work in the
1: in the mill So, so like when you went there so do like because you're a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Are they like, is she the solution or like, is she nope. the help? Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, but I sure felt welcome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I think it's more because of my personality and... Right, like, 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 I just got into the classroom I, and did my I thing, can, and then I, I people were imagine,
1: happy. I can't imagine you being mad. Like, <laughs> I, I like, like, I simply can't. Yeah, so,
0: what happens?
1: <laughs> so, like, after New Zealand, did you went back to Canada? hmm I went back to Canada for, well, and then my husband
0: and I got married, so... And I had a baby and had a family and did all those, you know,
1: things. Family thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, when I had my kids, we made a commitment that we would go back to New Zealand with the kids. And we also um, made a commitment that we wanted to make sure that our kids knew that we were in a privileged situation. And so we plan to travel with them. So
1: like, what's your teaching philosophy? I know you're big with inclusion, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's... Sometimes you have to explain yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what's your teaching philosophy? I believe
0: that my job is to make every child love learning. Regardless so, of the circumstance. Regardless but, of the circumstance. Uh, which is, that they should always feel as if
1: they can learn. Which is obviously uh, I'm, I'm, I've I, seen it and you practice what you practice <laughs> what you preach. Basically. Well thank you. Like, and try. And again, like you don't crack like
0: <laughs> I'm I Even... found myself in a situation where I'm working with kids who are really, really challenging. And um, I feel like if you stick to your Point. reason for being, that it always works out. Like, there has not been a situation where I've found that I have never met a kid that can't learn. So, like.
1: For every student there's there like special details involved like Mm -hmm. and you you have to be precise because like from what I've seen you only have one shot at this like to gain their trust like or I wouldn't say that or you have to work on
0: yes getting their trust yes so I well I mean, in our experience we're working with kids that are a lot older mm. older um then yeah it's harder yep. right because they've already been hurt so many times um but if they're younger it, you get a lot of second chances
1: <laughs> kids too. are wonderful that way yeah and do you focus on the strength of the yeah. kid or the weakness <laughs>
0: strength based learning it's all about what they're good at everything is about what they're good
1: at and um like being in, like in the front line
0: mm-hmm.
1: what shakes you what what part of the job that scares you like it's a good question it's hard
0: to have boundaries. That's the hard part.
1: Because you get emotionally attached.
0: Well, you have to. If you want to do the job properly, you have to put your heart into it. You have to. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And so, where do you kind of draw the, the line?
1: Because you have to be sincere and genuine yeah. to the kid. Because they one thing they know, like, for they sure. smell. Yeah. They, they'll smell yeah so it wouldn't work unless I
0: was genuine so, so like
1: you can't like from like what we experienced like we can't read the script for the kid 'cause because they know like yeah and especially you like they troll a lot yeah and so the whole
0: love conquers yes. all yeah I believe that but where do you draw the line? That's the hard part. And who's gonna pick up the rest? Like
1: when you go home, Jennifer, mm-hmm. like when do you shut off? Like how do you like how do you release your like the tension? Like because this is a high pressure job. Good question.
0: Yeah. Um. I have a really good yeah. life. <laughs> like I have a ton of support around me. I have a wonderful family, so I don't really need to look for that. Okay. I
1: just have to go home. But when you go home, you're just yeah. I'm just yeah. Jennifer, your mom. Yeah. You're, like yeah. what? I have everything I need. And um, the reason why because. I have a lot of relatives, like they want to be like, they want to specialize with like sp- special needs mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. and they're listening right now. So, oh uh, Joyce, <laughs> if anything, draw inspiration. <laughs> she's. I'm telling you, like she's a wonderful person. Like again and again, I, I'm not gonna. I may sound redundant but she doesn't crack under pressure like she doesn't crack you don't see you don't hear her like raise her voice I
0: think it's important to know always that whatever kids are doing or saying they don't like what they're saying or doing you have to read behind what they're actually wanting you to know Right, so when they're swearing or punching or whatever, none of it is directed at you personally. None of it is personal, and so I never take any of it personally. Like,
1: what are your observations, like, from your, like, like your old teaching days into like. Mm Because for you, 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 there's no like you can't stop learning. Mm-hmm. You're you're you have to learn. Also, there's new there's different method. And I saw your Instagram post. What's her name again, Shelly. Like, oh, Shelley Moore. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, she's I fantastic. <laughs> I Love
0: Shelley Moore. Yeah. So what I like about her is that she takes. A complex issue and makes it easy for people to understand. Like she, she makes it. She takes all these ideas that I have in my head and just puts them so clearly on paper. So
1: you you can basically do a TED talk (laughs) instead. Can, I don't know if I can. I can like, from my experience working with you, like, I've seen it. And
0: that's like, our next project. Then you and I, we can do like a TEDx. Uh, write something <laughs> I, up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but
1: I'm I'm a supporter, and um, anything you do, I'll I'll follow. Like even my cousins. I told it I told them follow you on Instagram you're an awesome human being like anything like a, a feel-good story I need to text you now like miss chance can you do my pod for this episode <laughs> we're not gonna talk about like education but you okay. just you're just a bubbly person to be with mission
0: I would say the same about you <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but I don't know if everybody else agrees
1: me speaks for yourself like you can go places in instance you are a well traveled lady Mm -hmm. like I feel like you can do more if you chose to I feel like but I don't I'm happy like I mean mean, like Mm -hmm. like because where I came from like my teachers are like always mad maybe because (laughs) of the circumstances but if you can inject like cuz our problems is different but if you sum it up the kids the kids you can reflect to the kid like they're the refl- reflection of the society you know what it was of a
0: neat thing we were in uh, Cambodia and we did some work with the teachers there And uh, the Cambodian teachers, most of them had never been students because they had grown up in Mm. a time where there was no school. And so it was really neat to work with them. And they were super. Do they have like a stick? No, no, they were... Well, I mean, it was pretty traditional, but we were working mm. with them to give them different ideas on how to teach. And are they, it, like,
1: open with it, like, or...
0: Yes. Yeah, they were open, but it was very new. It was such a new uh, way of thinking
1: for oh, them. Like, yeah. In Singapore, the kids, they start school at 7. hmm And they finish school at... 5 p.m. I know. Oh. It's like terrible. the kids are like 8 years old, like I know. The 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 optometrist and mm-hmm. the optometrician or like the Yeah. They're making a killing in the business area. Because For sure. Everybody's a, every kid they're wearing glasses. It's Yeah. So what's your take about having fun, excelling in school mm-hmm. or having fun first, and excel later.
0: I think it's interesting that you say excelling in school, because what's that? Because really what's important is just to love learning. Whether or not you get a certain mark on a test doesn't mean you're smart. It just mm -hmm. means you're good Mm -hmm. at that test. Right, so I think education is about teaching people to keep
1: learning, and that they are learners. It's like as an immigrant, and mm-hmm. um, what I observe about like the like the system here is they're more focused on the kids because mm-hmm. back home, and I, and I can speak for it because I'm a product of like a Catholic school and a private school all throughout my education like parents are like their jockeying position you should be number one you can't be number two mm-hmm. and why like even homeworks.
0: yeah but why why did
1: they want that for you that's the <laughs> biggest difference that's one of the blessings that Canada gave to us and our, like Especially to my kids, they get to enjoy like, you see them play outside. Mm-hmm. You like you see, honestly, like our school system back home, our teachers, yeah. they can like stick stick and mm-hmm. like yep. the the slippers will fly off. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Yeah, but I feel like here you focus on love first. Mm-hmm. Love the kid, you love the student, mm-hmm. and then you teach them when they're ready because mm-hmm. they're curious, they're kids. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, people will learn if they want to. Look at you, you figured this out, oh, well, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right, it's the same no matter how old you are, you're gonna
1: learn if you want to learn. And one more question about your. Teaching techniques because mm-hmm. you obviously you're as I mentioned you're a well-traveled lady so what are your observations from other countries
0: well I didn't really get to see the education system like when you're traveling you don't yeah. see what people do every day like just in Cambodia that was the only place that we actually got into schools and we went to school in Singapore, but it was an international, like a uh, American school. So yeah, I wouldn't know, which is unfortunate. I wish I knew, knew more.
1: Like from like ex- experience in Cambodia, how are like their facilities? <laughs> There's none. Well, they're very poor.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like, yeah. (laughs) That's probably
0: there's sixty kids in one class, right? And they sit like on a desk, this big three kids, right? One teacher, one teacher, yeah. Okay. So you gotta be a little bit of a disciplinarian if you got sixty seven
1: year olds, (laughs) and there's sixty kids waiting, right, for for the next group. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's different. What yeah. are you gonna do?
1: Like with, uh the Flipnose podcast would love to thank you, Miss Chance. It's been my and pleasure. If my cousin I I'm sure she's following you already <laughs> because I told her to follow you. Hi Joyce. <laughs>